one year I kind of got an idea, you know, I almost tried trap. I like to trap, I like to make lure, and I like to write. Where can it go from here? I would be able to spend more time in the woods. I was losing money in over fish trapping, but I didn't care. Getting the traps out there is the hardest part, I think, with them. I would leave the critters in the back of my truck in the high school parking lot. We're going to set traps, like, no matter what. Some of these guys have trapped these areas for generations. We got through the fur boom. This is Northern Michigan, this is what you do. Trappers love being trappers in a positive way. I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Do you know everything? This will be fun. Trying to learn something from these legends. Ask questions without asking questions. Volumes of Perfect and Game magazine. The structure from Perigo Gorman. Perg Lennon's articles, the Perg Lennon ads. Two information, trapping radios. We are trappers on ourselves. To me, that's pretty important. Alright, everybody listening to me? Develop a system yet that's working ahead of time to build big trapping. If you got very much ashamed of characters, you got bogged down. They start talking about these big fans. Most of my tunes are coming from up top, not down bottom. Probably the best part of the country in the world. I don't get any better. Trying to set predator trash and trash waders. The back of that beaver looks like a sheer. You better edit this part out. Yeah, it was better. Back in the first end, this is Trapping Today. Jeremiah Wood. Thanks for listening in. Good to have you here. Brought to you by Cox Brothers Brewers, K-A-A-T-C-B-R-O-S.com. Cotsburst has everything you need to get started on trap line, full selection, traps, snares, baits, lures, books, DVDs, tools, everything you need to get going. Cotsburst, K-A-A-T-C-B-R-O-S. Brought to you by OnX Maps. Use GPS on the trap line, hard trap locations. Get landowner information, scout using the latest aerial imagery, run tracks, use all the different uh, layers, state-specific layers, and all kinds of data that will help you figure out what's going on on the land that you're out trapping on. On xmaps.com, use the promo code TRAP, T-R-A-P, for 20% off your first purchase, and Moil Nick and Tannery, get your fur tanned by the professionals. Low fur market again this year, might as well save some of that fur. Few wall hangers, maybe some mitts, hats, gloves, uh, boots. Maybe you know, get creative. Maybe you want to sell some tan fur, but you got to send it to the tanner. You got to get it tanned. You can tan it yourself, but it's not that easy. Moyle does an incredible job. They are the industry standard. M O Y L E dot net. They've got easy instructions on how to send your fur to them. Use their online customer portal. They would appreciate that. Um, check them out, Moyle. Okay, and uh, before we move on. Too quickly, I wanted to mention while we're talk, talking about Onyx Hunt, I had an email today from a guy who just purchased Onyx and was a little bit confused about the the different uh, products that they offer. So he, he asked about the Hunt versus the Onyx Off-Road versus Onyx Backcountry. Get the Onyx Hunt. That is what you're going to use uh, unless you're going to do some you, you, unless you're just like into off-road ATVing or jeeping, uh, maybe out in the west, or if you're in an area with lots of national forests and you want to know where the what the trail systems are and that stuff, you might use those other apps. But 99% of the time, you're gonna want to use Onyx Hunt. It has everything that you need, all the tools, all of the layers, and that's that's what you're gonna use for trapping. So it is Onyx Hunt, and uh, he had another question. 
about was confused about something and, and their customer service is spectacular so they if you send them an email they will get back to you always within 24 hours in, in my experience and oftentimes within just a few hours so that's on X Oh, the first shed what's going on here first sheds buzzing today uh, not for good reasons though not not processing fur I've been putting fur in the freezer waiting for for later on to process it but the fur shed has been kind of a a warm area to go in and and work on different various portions of my big outside project today which was replacing a rear final drive casing and associated equipment on my John Deere tractor. That was not fun. And the, the way this thing works is it's like a single piece of cast aluminum. It's big. It's got gears and bearings and stuff in it. Your your shaft for for your uh, your wheel shaft goes goes through this thing. And mine had the aluminum had become broken down and cracked and it was causing one of the bearings to be off kilter and caused two gears to rub together the wrong way basically chewed up the whole thing and so i was looking at the casing take it to the john deere dealership and the and i need this tractor this is this is the the everything tractor you take it to the dealership they're talking minimum hundred dollars an hour they're going to spend a bunch of time on it the parts that casing was uh, $1,800 to replace it with a new one from John Deere. The two gears were going to be a total of about $1,500 plus all the various bearings and everything. It was just going to be outrageous. I wouldn't be able to do it. So I found a guy in North Carolina that had a junker, and he, he pulled one for me, and, and I got it for like 450 bucks. So today was the day. And of course, you know how that works is by the time the thing shows up, so does the cold weather. And I work in the big sky garage. I get no overhead cover, no no shelter from the wind. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's brutal. So it was, it was high, high was in the t low 20s today. And, and uh, that was uh, just about every layer that I own, I had on and suffered through it. But Anyway, it's the end of the day. I'm in the shed here. I'm I'm trying to stay awake. I'm pretty played out, but but yeah, that was that was what was going on today. Not too much fun. I I did check traps yesterday. The big big woods Martin trap line. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But I want to get into a few other items. Trapping today store. Trappingtodaystore.com. That's my store where you can get anything that I sell with trapping today on it or or somewhat related to trapping today the 10% off sale is over now thank you guys for those of you who participated appreciate that taking advantage of that but we have the brand new we have some new products we have the can coolers the koozies so koozies are there on the store for five bucks that includes shipping, so so pretty good deal on the koozies. And if you place an order of fifty dollars or more, I'm gonna throw in a free koozie. Uh, and probably if you if you want to go uh, out on a limb and go a hundred dollars, then I'll probably just throw in two koozies. Why not? But anyway, that those are pretty cool, and uh, I I look forward to getting those in more hands, getting them cool in more cans for trappers. So so that's good. 
Another new product that I just got in is Mustelid posters. So this is the same artwork that Philippe Willis from Our Numinous Nature and uh, he was Philippe was on the podcast before. He did the Trapping Today logo that you see on the koozies and the coffee mugs. He did the Mustelid t-shirt. It is absolutely beautiful. And that artwork is just too good not to not to have more forms than just a t-shirt. So the t-shirts are still available for folks who have uh, have not purchased one yet. They're 25 bucks. Some of the sizes are out of stock, and I'm working on trying to get those restocked, but I'm having some difficulties with that. But they should. I'm hoping I'll have them ready before Christmas. But if you're not into shirts, this is a great opportunity to just enjoy this beautiful artwork from a cool group of species wolverine otter badger fisher martin weasel and mink and we've got just awesome illustrations of each of these species in their natural habitat and surroundings it's pretty cool and the the top of the the image says trapping today trappingtoday.com it's got all the pictures of these different species and the bottom says prized mustelids of the north american trapper so you can get those posters they are 11 by 17 so they're a small like a mini poster they're printed on this like 100 pound paper it's like a card stock sort of thing it's it's a pretty stiff paper and i was kind of deciding for a while i wasn't sure whether i wanted to do something where I do like a limited edition run of these and, and number them and have them fairly expensive and exclusive or if I wanted to just make them affordable for, for everybody to get them. And I decided to go the affordable route and get them in as many, on as many walls as possible. So uh, they are going to be $15 free shipping. So if, if, if you showed up at my, my place and wanted to buy one or you bought one at a show, they'd be 10 bucks. but I had to add the five in. To cover the shipping cost so $15 for the mustelid poster you can uh, I what I did is I just tacked this on to my wall of the fur shed I think it, it makes a, a great little uh, piece of art to look at in the fur shed and to show people who come in and, and visitors and stuff it's just really cool you could do that inside your house uh, you could also frame the thing if you wanted to but you uh, I do caution you that I didn't leave a lot of margin on the sides I kind of had this thing I wanted as much image as possible within the 11 by 17 area and so there's not a lot of white space on the sides so if you do want to frame it you probably want to frame it with like a piece of white uh, material in the background behind the the cardstock just to to make up for those tight margins but I think it would look awesome awesome in a frame so that's Mustela t-shirt uh, again, the koozies and the new shirts, uh, the the sizes that are out of stock, those are at the printer and I'm working on getting them. It's kind of funny because what happened here is uh, I've been using a local printer, which they, they've been really great to work with. They're easy, they're fast, they're very affordable and I just buy the shirts online and I take them over to them. They, they have... Uh, uh, it's a really good deal to get them printed up. I'll do a batch of like 50 at a time, and it's been no problem. And funny thing is back when, when COVID was kind of in the early stages and none of us were vaccinated, nobody was vaccinated, and it was starting to run a little bit wild, you know, we were going out, and my wife and I were wearing our masks wherever we went, and 
uh, she went in one day to this print shop and they're all like looking at her funny and acting weird because you know they had no mask or anything they were they weren't concerned about it at all and they thought it was kind of odd that she was wearing a mask and and of course now you know where whether i don't care you know what your preference is whether you're vaccinated or not that's your business but uh, i did get vaccinated and i'm i go everywhere without a mask now well now this new omni omicron virus uh, variant of the virus is going and these people are just freaking out um and i went in there and they had they shut everything down they the the showroom was closed they had signs on the door everything was locked up during business hours and i had to call and they didn't want to let me in the building and they're all masked up and i just thought it was it was kind of interesting how how it went from kind of one one extreme to the other but anyway the uh I had some, because of that, I wasn't able to speak with the person that I wanted to speak with about uh, uh, the prints. And I, I actually got some new shirts, some, some darker colored shirts, and am getting trying to get the Trapping Today logo printed on them. So we'll have some logo t-shirts. But I wasn't able to discuss that with the printer, so I, and I was only able to leave half of them there. And so... I don't know how it's going to end up. There's going to be, there may be some availability of those pretty soon. So just uh, stay posted. And then I was going to do some hats, do some embroidery and stuff, but um, I wasn't, I wasn't able to talk to the right person. Let's just put it that way. So the hats stayed in the car and uh, it, we're working on it. So I, I'm hoping I'll get uh, an email or a phone call here pretty soon. That says those are ready. I'll go over and get them. I'll update the quantities on the store and I'll add the new shirts and, and we'll go from there. Um, it is not too late, even if you're listening to this like a week or so after uh, I record it, it's probably not too late to get your Christmas shopping done at trappingtodaystore.com. And the reason I say that is last year was absolutely horrendous. It was the, There were shipping delays. Uh, it was insane. You couldn't get anything. Stuff was was backed up a lot of my stuff it would if it if it was going anywhere near pennsylvania it was backed up for at least three weeks it was just it, it was ridiculous so there were supply chain real serious supply chain issues last year and of course a lot of people as a result have ordered all their stuff ahead of time got their christmas shopping done well whatever well at the same time it seems to me that u.s postal service FedEx and UPS are on their game this year because I've been ordering a lot of stuff, a, a lot of parts and supplies uh, for for all the machinery and stuff and working on stuff around the farm. And the last three weeks, I can't tell you the number of times that I've got notifications that your your package is arriving earlier than expected. Um, it's it's everything's either showed up the day it was supposed to or one or two days earlier at least it's it's been pretty amazing so i think i think they kind of got their game face on here after the embarrassment of of the whole supply chain issue and and the shipping delivery issues last year i actually was in the yard working on the tractor today and the ups guy showed up on a saturday afternoon Um, so they're 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 getting it done they're doing a good job and and i think you can be Maybe if, if you got some last-minute items you want to get, uh, it, it's a pretty good, pretty safe bet that they're going to show up for Christmas if you give it, a, give it a good, you know, give it 10 days. I ship the next day. Um, I ship the same day or the next day. When I usually orders come in at night and I ship in the morning before I, I uh, start work. So um, 
I I would very much appreciate you going to Trapping Today's store, shop around, see what we got. In fact, uh, I'm going to pull it up and I'll just go over some of the items for those of you who aren't as familiar with what we got there. So I'm just going to pull up the store catalog here, trappingtodaystore.com. Just clicked on catalog. Oh, that's good. I'm glad I did this because I wanted to mention this to you. Gift card. I just added a gift card product on the Trapping Today store. So if you have a trapper in your life that you want to give a gift to, this is just a, an excellent way to, to give them this. It's a it's not a physical card. It's a, an electronic card. Goes through email and uh, they can use that. Uh, it'll be a code or something that they can use to shop on the store here. You can get $10, $25, $50, or $100 gift cards. So that's that's really easy to find. Just uh, click on catalog or search for gift card when you get to the store. So um, that's another new new item. Uh, we have trapping lures. So Birch River Beaver Lure, Long Distance Call, Muskrat Magnet, um, Predator sold out. But we got Predator Plus, uh, Sweetness, uh, all, all really uh, effective lures depending on what you're going for. So the, the lures are there and available. We have the Mustela t-shirt in two different colors. And like I said, some sizes are, I think the mediums are where I'm having a hard time keeping in stock. But uh, I have, let's see, yeah, mediums are sold out. But I got large, extra large, XXL, triple X, small. Um, the triple X is only available in one of the two colors. And double X is only available in one of the two colors. But the rest of them, uh, large, yet large, you got to get the sand dune. So just look at it. For the most part, other than medium, you're going to find one color that, that is available. We have the Russ Carmen owned body grip trap. I've sold uh, several of those. Um, I don't have very many of those left because I've, I've actually been using them on my trap line, on my Martin and Fisher line. But I do have one or two left lying around here. Um, uh, Pel fur, tanned furs. That's that's something that uh, I need to talk more about because I don't talk uh, about it nearly enough. But I have uh, tanned coyote pelts. They are. Um, I have several. I have extra large and extra large, two different sizes, and those are ninety dollars or a hundred dollars each. Uh, really nice, beautiful tanned pelts. I've got tan Martin pelts starting at sixty dollars. Um, those, and if you want, if you do want a quantity of Martin pelts and you want to get a deal, I probably make you a deal because I got quite a few of them. Just uh, send me an email, let me know. I have otter pelt. I have one tanned otter pelt left. Um, it's my last one, and in fact, if I don't sell it, I'm going to be using it for a project. And I have one tanned raccoon pelt and a couple of fox pelts. Then we get the Trapping Today coffee mugs. Really great mug to enjoy your morning coffee with the Trapping Today Martin logo. It's got the Martin. It's got the foothold trap in the corner. Uh, it, it is, uh, it's a good product. And, of course, the koozie. So, uh, and then finally, uh, we have uh, that, that new poster that I mentioned. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, lots of different things. And if you don't know exactly, you want to shop for someone, you don't know exactly what to get them, uh, go for the gift card. You, you, you can't miss out with that one. And I am dangerously close to listing a pair of beaver mitts, beaver gauntlets. 
on the store and I, I haven't pulled the trigger on it just yet. They are the most beautiful, beautiful mitts. They're just unbelievable. I was going to wait and like premiere them on some sort of YouTube live stream where I show a bunch of fur and stuff. But these are from Josh Fisher of Fisher's Furs in Fairbanks, Alaska. And Josh hand sewed these, did an incredible job. And they are from beavers that I trapped here in northern Maine, really high quality beaver. I sent them to Moyles, Moyle Making Tannery, they're tanned at Moyle. Um, I got them back, sent them to Josh. He made them into these gauntlets. Uh, they're they're the, the beaver fur. He's got moose hide uh, on the insides of them. And then the lining is a Berber fleece. Uh, these are these are incredible. It almost doesn't do it justice just to have, like, just to talk about them or, or, even even put photos up. I think really I want to show I want to I want to do a little video. But if you're interested, send me an email, uh, jrodwood at gmail.com, j r o d w o o d at gmail.com, or contact me through the store. Those are probably going to be three hundred bucks. That's the the lowest price I'm going to do on them. Uh, well well worth it. And uh, I. I, I've been toying with the idea of keeping them myself, but um, I think uh, I I would definitely um, you know definitely would uh, would be willing to sell to sell them at this point. So um, yeah, let's move on to some other items, guys. That was a long, slow introduction to things, but uh, in tonight's episode, I think I I'm going to just uh, rattle on and do some stuff from my own line and some thoughts that I have, and uh, probably resume on a previous. Rec- recorded topic uh, for next week and I figured I'd do it this way because I just I haven't done one of these for a while and I just have a lot of different uh, thoughts bouncing around in my head that that I, I wanted to uh, talk about or different items like like some of the things we've rattled off here earlier and the couple times that I have done non-interview podcasts recently I've done them as live streams which is awesome I love the interaction on the live stream the only issue is there's a lot of distractions there, and so I tend to uh, go off on tangents based on people's questions and comments. And so uh, this this is just kind of a chance for me to sit down and and record my my thoughts over the last uh, few weeks of trapping. But before I get into that, I want to do a couple of things. Uh, number one, I want to mention a podcast that I was on recently. So I had the opportunity to be a guest on the Kansas Backcountry Hunters and Anglers podcast. And if you guys aren't familiar with this, I'd highly encourage you to check it out. They are the only uh, backcountry, the the Kansas chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers puts on this podcast. And BHA, if you're not familiar with them, they're a conservation-minded group. Uh, They work on a lot of conservation and access projects um, for, for hunters and fishermen, basically. Backcountry hunters and anglers makes sense, and uh, surprisingly, nobody at Backcountry Hunters and Anglers does a podcast except for these boys at the Kansas chapter, and they're really great guys. One of them is a trapper, uh, one of the guys on the board, and he brought he he listened to the podcast and had brought it up to them that that might be interesting to get someone to talk about trapping, and so it it was really great. I had a lot of fun. We talked for close to an hour and a half and the good thing about doing interviews like this is it gives you an opportunity to 
bring things up that you wouldn't otherwise think about. And I got a lot of you guys that are new to trapping that have just started listening in. And I glaze over a lot of things because I assume people already know about it. So this was an opportunity to go right from the beginning and answer some very entry-level questions on what trapping is, why we trap. We talked about uh, the, di the different methods, different types of trapping, uh, what it's all about, and we talked about a lot of the misconceptions around trapping. We went, we went deep. And so uh, check that out, guys. I, I would love for you to follow their podcast. And, uh, and, and if you have any other podcast that you listen to that you think would be a good fit for someone to go on and talk trapping, uh, I'd be glad to try and fit that in because I think it's, it's really worth it and it, it helps kind of get the word out to, to different people. So let them know. Give them, give them my, feel free to give them my contact info if you have any. Wow, and I, my phone just buzzed. I'm not even live streaming, and I just, uh, I, I, someone just came on and ordered two Mustela t-shirts. So that's awesome. And uh, Craig from Michigan, thank you. And you're, guess what? You're gonna get, uh, you're gonna get a nice can koozie along with those. So good deal, um, guys. Take advantage of that. Uh, we, we may be running lower on some of the stock and in, in some of the sizes if they they keep selling so that's uh, that's great now I had another listener email message about uh, about a lot of the the old timers and the history and and books and he suggested something that I actually started doing quite a while back but I, I didn't stick with it he suggested that I I give uh, a, a book recommendation for in each podcast episode and if you remember back quite a few episodes ago I did I was doing this a book a tip a, a shout out and an ask that was kind of like a, a theme sort of uh, of several of the shows that I did and that worked out pretty good but I just uh, I didn't stay stick with it 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 essentially took over the whole episode when I did those and then uh, it didn't leave any time for interviews and stuff. So anyway, I, I am going to mention a book tonight and I'm going to make a, a better effort when I'm, uh, when I do have time on these podcast episodes to, to mention books. Cause I do try to read a, a fair amount. Um, I have more books on my shelf than I can keep up with, of course, like a lot of us. Uh, but I, one of the things that kind of forces me to be somewhat disciplined on reading is that I, I write a monthly column for a local outdoors paper called the Northwood Sporting Journal. And the topic of my column is um, outdoor books. So I, I get into it a lot there. And it, it's like every month I have to write a column, so I have to read a book. <laughs> but anyway, this this month's book that, that I just finished with is is a, a really, really good one. It's a new book that just came out this, like, I think it came out about a month ago. The author is Seth Kantner. And if you don't know Seth Kantner, he is, he's quite an interesting character. He uh, grew up in a sod igloo in Northwest Alaska. He's a white boy and his parents are both from Ohio. They met in college and they decided that they wanted to live out in out on the land, and uh, Howard, his father, had worked on caribou research back in I think it was in the '60s, out on in this area around the Kobuk River, in western Alaska, in in the uh, the 
area area around Kotzebue, Ambler, that that country, just beautiful country, very harsh country, uh, super you know Arctic, Arctic tundra, very cold, windy, not not a lot of tree cover, uh, quite a quite a harsh place to live. But the Eskimos have been living there for generations, for thousands of years, and and he went and lived with them for one winter with with an old uh, man, Eskimo man, and his wife, and he uh, decided to stay. And so they they raised two kids uh, out on a sawed igloo there in on the banks of the Kobuk River. Pretty pretty fascinating life. They they hunted, and trapped, and fished. And that and survived, and and that was pretty much it. Uh, started starting out just uh, trapping and hunting with sled dogs, and uh, transitioned to snowmobiles and stuff. And and now, of course, today Seth is in his fifties, and he he lives in Kotzebue, but he still has that place, and he still goes there uh, for I, I believe a couple months out of the year, and and stays there. His parents have since moved away, moved moved into. Uh, of a more hospitable climate and his brothers moved away and he's kind of the last man standing and he's got a a wife and uh, they raised a kid there in Kotzebue so so anyway Seth is is a really accomplished writer he's written several books he his most popular one is called Ordinary Wolves and that is a fiction book but it it parallels in a lot of ways his life I have it on my shelf. I haven't read it yet, but it has incredible reviews. Uh, very, very, very popular book. But I have read Seth's nonfiction stuff, and and he has three nonfiction books: Shopping for Porcupine, Swallowed by the Great Land, and his newest one that I'm talking about now, which is called A Thousand Trails Home: Living with Caribou. And this book is a collection of short stories and absolutely breathtaking photos. Seth is also a wildlife photographer. Um, uh, it's all about caribou. It's all about the, the seasons, the life cycle of caribou, the biology behind them, the stories about uh, people on the land that that live off caribou, rely on caribou, the history of caribou herds. The uh, it, it just it goes into so many different things. History of hunting, hunting methods, how those have changed over time. Uh, how management has changed it's just absolutely incredibly comprehensive book so i i bought the kindle version it's a hard cover the the physical book is a hard cover and it's like 29 dollars. it's a it just it's it was an expensive one for them to produce because it was just had so many of those beautiful color photos uh, but i went with the kindle edition and the audiobook which combined actually turns out to be a fairly good deal to get both of them. And I listened to the audiobook on the trap line, the last couple of uh, runs on my line. I just had, had my uh, earbuds in, and, and while I was jumping in and out of the truck checking traps, I was listening to that book. And I just finished it at uh, the end of the day yesterday as I was finishing up checking Martin traps, and uh, it, it's very emotional. It It is... You might not agree with a lot of Seth's thoughts and opinions, but he has a perspective from somebody who has lived out there his whole life and and has learned to live w- on the land and with the land. And he's seen a lot of changes. 
and he's seen a lot of things that that are threatening his way of life and i see a lot of that here in northern maine and and the parallels are while they're not exactly specifically the same there there are a lot of um, a lot of parallels between uh, the things that that are going on in his head and the things that I've spent a lot of time thinking about and, and the emotions uh, about the changing land the changing management um, the the loss of wild places the drawing of lines uh, increasing development uh, all things that are are I guess in a lot of ways necessary in modern society, but all things that uh, affect people who like the old ways. Um, I'd highly recommend it. So uh, it's called A Thousand Trails Home, Living with Caribou. And maybe I'll talk a little bit about Seth's other books in the future, but um, check it out. It's a good read. And finally, we're going to get to the topic of my trap line and what's been going on. So for folks who follow the YouTube channel, I, I have been posting some videos up. I did uh, two different videos. I think they're about a half hour long each on the the first couple weeks on the line. I have one or two more videos worth of footage that I got to put together here in the next couple of days. Um, probably, probably have a video ready here shortly. And... I've done some live streams and answered a bunch of questions from folks about Martin Trapping and and talked a little bit about about my line this year. But um, basically, I, I think it's it's all in some way, in a lot of ways, it was expected. Uh, this was going to be a, a slow year for for Martin Trapping, and I've repeated this a, a thousand times, so I won't get into it in too much detail, except to say that. In even years, there's not a lot of food in the woods, and martin are easy to catch. In odd years, there's tons of food in the woods, and martin are hard to catch. And we all know this. And I asked a, a trapper who's been doing this for a long time, uh, pretty consistently, and has put up some big numbers of, of martin over the years. And I said, you know, on average, your, your good years compared to your bad years, your even years and your odd years, what's the difference in your catch rate? Does it go down by half? Does it go down by 30%? Does it go down by 80%? I mean, what is it? And and he he never done the numbers either, but um, and I may do the numbers after this after this season I I may very well do the numbers cuz I have all the data. I've I've collected it all from my own line. But he seemed to think uh, it drops around 30 to 40 percent. Well, last year I ran between 45 and 50 traps for 14 days for two weeks, and I caught 25 martin. And that was the beginning of the season when it was warmer and the fur wasn't moving around as much. This year I've been running between. 65 to 75 traps and I've been doing it for four weeks and I have 11 Martin so I have probably two and a half times the effort and less than half the fur so we're not talking about a decline of 30-40% we're talking about a decline of like 80% <laughs> or something along those lines 
And, uh, you know, in the past, I've had some really hard times uh, when I was kind of continuing to learn about what I was what I was doing wrong and uh, different methods. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing was the habitat that I was choosing. And, and I've, I've learned that and I've grown more confident now that where I'm trapping and what I'm using are, are very effective. Uh, the fact is, uh, the animals just just are not going into these boxes. And uh, as a little little more sort of confirmation that I'm I'm not missing something, probably the most accomplished, definitely the most accomplished Martin Trapper up here, who is still doing it. He's an older guy, and and he is consistently makes really high catches of of Martin and Fisher every year. Um, I've got eleven. He's already pulled his traps for the season. He's he's uh, given up and he got 13. Um, there's another guy that I, I've been texting with a friend who has been talking to this other guy who has 100 sets out right now and he hasn't caught anything. I think he set them out like a week ago. Zero. So this is a, this is a tough little grind here. And... I've been bouncing this around and I, I think I'll title this episode when to quit because it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting question because there's and I, I talked about this a little bit on one of the, the, the films things that I filmed yesterday on the line we'll see if it makes it into the into the YouTube videos but there's two sides there's two things at play uh, two battles going on in my head while I'm running these traps while I'm thinking about this line and one is the logical brain and one is the i guess the emotional brain and the logical brain is is telling me you're putting out a lot of effort you're taking a lot of time you're spending a lot of money it's a it's a essentially a full tank of gas every time i run my line so that's uh, been like 80 bucks, 80, 80 or so dollars every time I run my line. And you're not catching a lot of fur. Yesterday, uh, of course, I had, you know, I had some runs where I had one Martin, two Martin, you know, I'll, always seemed to be a few weasels here and there. I thought, well, the cold weather, the snow was coming, this would be good. The snow came, I had a really good run, I got five Martin one day. Then I got went back down to two Martin, and yesterday I got zero Martin. I got one Fisher yesterday, zero Martin, zero Weasel, and I ran like 70, 70 ish traps. So things should have been getting better, and they actually got worse. Uh, and I, I'm I'm not necessarily. You know, just static with my whole line either. Uh, you know, I've I've kind of learned with that too. You know, pulling and setting, pulling and setting, and and uh, whenever I have daylight after I'm done checking my traps, you know, yesterday I set half a dozen new sets at the end of the day because I had time and I had traps that I had pulled from a different part of the line. So so there's some of that too, and it but it's just it's slow. It the fact is it's not. Uh, it's not the area, it's not the methods, it's not the bait, it's not the lure, it's slow. Um, the, the lure is working because it's funny, when I see tracks in the snow, 
a lot of times Martin track is walking Martin or Fisher track walking down the road and you could tell where they smell the lure and they beeline right into the woods and go right to the box and they'll make a few steps around the box and they'll leave like like they look and they see they know the baits in there but that little four inch hole they just don't want to crawl into it so uh, I'm fairly confident that if I had footholds at the bases of trees this would be a different conversation but the fact is to have a full-time job and to run uh, all season on a five-day check, you got to use these boxes. So it, it's a reality of life. Um, and I think a lot of times a very similar thing could be said for pole sets up in the trees. You know, a lot of times the animals will just pass under the pole and, and not be motivated to climb the pole because you know, there's about 100 squirrels and mice and birds on the ground and nuts and everything else that they can eat so they don't need to. So it's slow. That that's a fact. And um, as you as you run more and more empty traps, and you put more effort, and the gas bill goes up, and it's in the hundreds of dollars, you start thinking, well, um, what am I doing? This is crazy. Uh, and then and then the emotional side kicks in, and you think, because I I've had thoughts like this too. Like you're gonna do what it takes to get 25 Martin. It doesn't matter if you have to go all the way up to the last day of the season and get on your snowmobile and you get to cover twice the amount of ground and you get to put a new transmission in your pickup truck and you got to do this, you got to do that. This is a, you're going to do this at all costs. And then part of it comes back to, if I break my truck, I know how much money we have in the bank and it isn't much right now. <laughs> and uh, I'm putting my family's well-being at risk uh by, by risking too much financial um, capital in this, this little endeavor. And then I think back to the emotional side of reading some of my first trapping books by Craig O'Gorman, who is the ultimate motivator. And he said, you need to take all doubts out of your mind and, and uh, everything you're, you're trying to tell yourself, give yourself excuses. You need to put those aside and push harder and work harder than the competition and you're the elite long liner you're the best and you you need to go out and do this and do that and that is incredibly motivating and uh, many a time i've put my head down and worked twice as hard because of that motivation but then the logical brain comes back <laughs> and the logical brain says when craig o'gorman wrote those books Foxes and coyotes were selling for $75 a piece. There was a lot of money involved, and you could make a lot of money there. And they and in times when there were low fur prices, there were oftentimes bounties, and these guys were able to... I mean, they were doing this for financial well-being. They were working harder because the harder they worked, the more they got paid. There was a payoff at the end of it if they caught fur. Today, we're trying to push and catch this fur, and we're losing money on it. And we know going into it, we're going to lose money on it. And, and I said that at the beginning of this Martin season, that I was going to lose money on it. And I, I didn't care. I'm going to Martin trap no matter what. It, it, it doesn't matter um, that I lose money on it. The question is, how much money am I willing or able to lose? <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't have an answer to that. Uh, I ran the line yesterday. I checked those traps. I caught no Martin. And uh, I set half a dozen at the end of the day. And I, 
I'm planning on being back there in a few days to check him again. And, and I don't know what I'm going to do in a few days. I really don't. Um, I could decide that I'm just done and I'm going to pull out. Or I could decide that I'm going to set up a, a new, brand new road system. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I really, I'm really not sure. So um, that's that, that I'm sure that's something that with other trap lines and other species, a lot of you guys are, are contending with as well. Uh, especially with the fur market the way it is right now. It, it's, it, it is a tough one. Do you, do you want to trap for a hobby? Do you want to be a long liner? Do you, um, do you, you know, one of the benefits of, of doing this, you know, pushing, pushing on despite the, the low catch rates is, is yeah, you get more experience under your belt, but um, is it true experience when it's, when it's during a, a really low time? How, how much experience do you need? I've already have twice as many trap checks, uh, more than twice, two in it. No, I've wait. I've, yeah, two over twice as many trap checks, two and a half times an hour trap checks as I had last year. So I've got a lot of numbers, got a lot of numbers to look at, a lot of data, a lot of experience there. Um, you could, you might say last year was such a good year that I caught my 25 Martin so quick that I, I didn't get to learn quite as much. So, so I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's something that I really haven't decided on what to do with. Um, I, 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 I don't want to be, I don't want to give up and I don't want to be stubborn. I want to be logical, but I also don't want to have any regrets about, about, uh, about when I pulled, but, but when to pull, that's, that's a question, uh, that is probably plaguing a lot of us. And, and I'd love to hear from you guys, uh, shoot me an email if you have any thoughts on, on what you're dealing with on your line and, and, your decisions on on how much you're going to trap, how hard you're going to trap, how long you're going to trap, and 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 if low catch rates have determined uh, whether you cut your line short or not, or if you're just just having fun and and going at it and continuing on. There really is no right or wrong in this whole game. That's that's kind of a lot of what I'm learning. Is uh, you know there's there's no oh you should do it this way or you have to do it this way. Um, this is, uh, that's the beauty of trapping. Um, we're in charge. We decide, you know, we, as long as you follow the rules and, and are within the law and the seasons, um, you, you can do basically do as you, as you please. It's like going out hunting. You know, you can decide where you're going to go and, and, uh, and how long you're going to keep at it and, and, uh, when are you going to call it quits? So anyway, with that guys, uh, thanks. Thanks for being here. Hope you, I appreciate you listening in to me rattle on like this, um, and uh, and I hope you're having good success on the trap line. Now let's get into the Cotsbro's message of the week. The Cotsbro's 10-day super sale may be ending, but you can still catch a lot of clearances and specials on the Cotsbro's website. As I get on there right now, of course, this all changes as supplies uh, diminish and things get sold out. But there are eight things on the Cuts Bros clearance rack. Uh, third degree, it's a special limited edition coyote lure. Uh, that that is that's up there. Uh, the special is six dollars an ounce or twenty one ninety nine for four ounce. Ninety nine coyotes limited supply. That's up there. Uh, Ninety nine reds limited supply. You get the crispy crunch coon bait. 
another unlimited supply midnight snack and uh, DVD running the line dirt and water trapping basics from Mill Creek Lures that's a $25 DVD that's on sale for $12.99 half price then you got some split rings and uh, some disposable stake ends so uh, that could change by the time you listen to this maybe some of that sold out maybe there's a few other things on there but uh, be sure to go to the Cotsboro's website and check out those clearance and special items and be sure to check out Trapping Today's store. Be sure to keep on talking trapping, keep on thinking trapping. We'll catch you on the next episode.